Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second? All right, folks, coming to you live here. You know the damn drill by now. This is the Brilliantly Dumb Show, indeed, episode 93. I'm Big Game Bob, coming to you on your local airwaves. However you're listening, why ever you're listening, we're just happy you are indeed listening. Folks, we got a lot to get to, and I want to get to it. Before we do so, and we bring on our guy, Jersey Jerry, fighting, scratching, and clawing for his own segment on the Brown Lidum Show, presented to you by MGM. Folks, Jersey Jerry is 0 for 2 right now. It's been an absolute disaster. He had us bet on a horse that lost, then WMBA. The Atlanta Steam, I want to believe it is, or the Atlanta Steam lost. I honestly forget. The Indiana Fever is the name of the team that he picked, and they lost. They did terrible. They were expected to be an early favorite early on. They moved to the underdog before the game. Jersey Jerry said, still take them, and they got blown out. People are upset, and I don't blame them. We need to address this with Jersey Jerry. It's getting absolutely ridiculous at this point, it really is. I mean, look, I have said it time and time and again with the engagement we have got since bringing on Jersey Jerry. I want nothing more than to see this guy win. I think he is hysterical. But, folks, a bet is a bet. He's got to get to 7 out of 10. He's 0 for 2 right now. We're going to bring Jersey Jerry in. This is episode 93 of the Brilliant Dumb Show. Be sure and remember, by the way, we have a vlog coming out with Johnny Drama, Kevin Dillon on the golf course. Me, Joey Coldcuts, Johnny Drama, and then one of the head pros at the course. It was a spectacular afternoon. Absolutely hysterical vlog on the way with that. But let's get to it. Here comes Jersey Jerry. This is Turnpike Takes with Jersey Jerry. Can he scratch and claw his way back? It's been a disappointment. Here comes Jerry. <laughs> Gerard Gilfone. Are you with us? Yo, what's up, Bobby? Jersey Jerry, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I hear you, Bob. How you doing on your end, Jerry? How is everything? What are you wearing today, Jer? Oh, it's a Bobby Boucher jersey. (laughs) Who got you a Bobby Boucher, Jerry? Uh, I got it from actually a teacher back in high school. He gave you a Bobby Boucher jersey? Yeah. (laughs) Holy. Jerry, can we get to it? Can we get to it? What's up? Yeah. Uh, let me speak my piece, if, if, if I may, just, you know, kind of how I'm feeling. You're 0-2 now, okay? Now, yeah. as I've said, the engagement has been spectacular. I have mm-hmm. people texting me left and right, DMing me. I know you're getting DM'd. And mm-hmm. you know what, Jerry? Let me tell you something, Ger- Gerard Grofone. We believe in you. We absolutely do. And I want to believe in you, Jerry. But this is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Jerry, Jerry, I mean, people are losing money, Jer. See, yeah, that, see, now, now that's the part that bothers me there is, <laughs> you know, I do research here and, and I'm not, I don't just say, oh, hey, bet the fever. Hey, take sweet Melania. I get down to the numbers and I think it's been just bad luck. And, and, and I really think that, that, that I'm going to push the pace here. And I and I think I might might go six seven in a row here, and and I'm being serious about that. You know what, Jerry? You know what I almost feel like I I need to do. 
And, and, and because you know what? I, I want to feel what the people are feeling. I think it's time that I jump in on the bets with you. As far as whatever you tell us to take, I'm going to take two. And then this way we could get them. Because I think you're going to get hot. I do. I would like to think so. Yeah, you know, this this reminds me of, of a day I had at the, at the, at the, at the sports book one day where, where I lost $2,000 that day. I had 100 bucks left in my pocket. And my, my buddy, uh, Tom, uh, we call him OT Tommy. He works a lot of OT at work. He said, Jared, it's, it's, time, it's time to go now. I can't, I can't watch you like this. And I was eating a piece of chocolate so OT cake. Tommy didn't want to do OT at the sports book. He only no. Good for him. Good for OT Tommy. We were there all day. I, we, I mean, we were there from 10 o'clock in the morning, and it, it turned into like 10, 11 at night. And he's like, I've had enough. I can't, I can't watch you lose this. I, I can't watch you keep losing. And I was sitting there eating my piece of chocolate cake. I'll never forget. And I looked at Tom and, 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 and I said, I ain't done yet. <laughs> I'm not done yet. One more. Just one more. I turned that $100 into $4,000. I'll never forget that. And that's a true story. Now, this happens. Is OT Tommy getting upset that you're still at the sports book? Or is OT Tommy starting to realize Jer's on to something here? Well, well, no, he was getting upset because, because he, he wanted to go. He was there all day. I mean, he didn't lose that much money, but I think he was just getting sick and tired of me just there pouting and, and just ordering desserts. I don't know. Do you order desserts when you lose, Chair? <laughs> so I, I'm not a big des- dessert guy, really. But when I'm down, <laughs> I'm having a piece of chocolate cake. You know, Jerry, this is what bothers me is, is you, you know, you're so good for the show, mm-hmm. but it's like this guy, I mean, right now, Jerry, he, here's the DMs I'm getting. I'm getting Jerry tears, which I think is terrible. I yeah. really do. I think that's me terrible. Too. Rest um, in peace, Joe tears. Jerry, Jerry, it does. It does. It's te- Jerry mush. Yeah. I've heard a lot of Jerry mush. Yeah, I've had, a, I've had a girl message me. She said, it's not in Jerry we trust, it's in Jerry we bust. And that kind of hurt my feelings. That kind of hurt my feelings. You know? (laughs) Jerry, I snapped my headphones out. Gerard Gill phone, can you hear me? I hear you better now. Gerard Gill phone, can you hear me? I hear you, Bob. Jerry, that's terrible. Is that what people, what else do you get? I mean, I've had, I've had a kid send me his, just no message, just send me his Ven, Venmo. And he said, whatever you, <laughs> whatever you could pick up, I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, and, and listen, I'm not here to lose people money. That, that's not what I'm trying to do here. But, Dave, but Jerry, that's what you are doing. And not only are you losing money, you're having us back games. Jerry, with all these games on the slate, not mm-hmm. everybody wants to stream a WNBA game. I and get that. And it's no disrespect to the WNBA. But come on. But yeah, come you're on. right. And I think I think I was I think I was go I was reaching too far with these picks just just because I wanted to make a statement early off the bat, but I'm ready to go now. I mean, it's, it's go time now. I'm getting on the board here. Jerry, if we're going to get you on your slate and there's nobody who wants to get you back on your slate than me, mm-hmm. okay, here it is. This is week three. It's an absolute must win. Now, with this being said, Jerry, 
Mm-hmm. Okay. What I what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna bet on whatever you tell us to bet because I gotta feel what the fans are feeling. And you know what? I get the text and it bugs me. I, I was watching the scores of this WNBA the entire night. I want the fans to win. Yeah. You know I what I mean? It's very upsetting, Jerry. They should have won though. Well, what do you mean, Jerry? They lost by fifteen points. Yeah, they lost. They lost by fifteen, but they shouldn't have lost by fifteen. They should have won by one or two. They missed a lot of free throws. Well, shit! It better have been a shit ton of free throws. Was James Harden playing in the game? Are they shooting twenty-five three free throws a person? Nah, nah. This lady Kelsey Mitchell, she she banged me. It was her fault. <laughs> and, and and by the way, again, I was watching, and there just really was not much for the Indiana Fever and the Indiana Fever faithful, the Jersey Jerry faithful, to root for. There was nothing to be excited about. If I'm gonna lose a bet, I at least want to have times where I could be very excited, going nuts. Yeah, yeah. Now, with that being said, Jer, mm-hmm. we got a headband on you. Yeah, I got a headband on. <laughs> why? Why do you got a headband? Are you sweat? No, I just wear it after my showers. <laughs> why don't you just take a towel, just dry it off? What are you, Roger Federer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, I don't know. I like, I like the look. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong, Jerry. It looks good. Now, what we want to like the look of is mm-hmm. your week three pick presented by MGM. Jersey Jerry, what's our week three pick? Talk us through this here. So um, I'm in love <laughs> with this horse, and I'm not playing around with you. <laughs> Jerry, come on. <laughs> I swear. Jerry, after all of that, after I all I love this that, horse. <laughs> what? I love him. I love this horse. <laughs> no, Jerry, no. Are you I got to do it. I, I, I've been telling myself since last year I'm betting this horse, and I, and, and, and I am. But, Jerry, you just said I thought you had mentioned you are going to go back to something more mainstream. Well, no, this is the, this is the Kentucky Derby. Oh, this, okay, okay. This, this okay. is the Derby. You're right. You're right. Very this valid. This is the Derby. Saturday. Look, it, is, it is a little ridiculous that the first three is – Horses, WNBA horses. However, mm-hmm. it is the, it is the Kentucky Derby. Talk me through this. Give us what I would prefer, Jerry, if you have, mm-hmm. which I think is a good way to go. Even if not necessarily like a trifecta mm-hmm. or anything like that. W- what I would love is even if you could give us, you know, a certain bet that you're going to take. It could be multiple horses. We just got to win money. Don't go yeah, crazy. No. This I, 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 I want this one horse. And it's what I want to do here. I want to increase my odds because I got to get on the board here and I got to get on the board now because one more, I go down another one. I I probably ain't making it. Probably. Well, you know what? But Jersey, that's not a very, that's not a bold statement. No shit. You're not Jerry. You get this wrong. You got to hit seven in a row. You got to go on an absolute eater. Yeah. So, so I, I've been watching this horse. I mean, you can think what you want, oh, and, the, and the fans could think what they want. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I do give out locks, and I, I promise you. Okay. All right. All right. You're right. I'm you sorry. And, and I'm tired of the messages too, man. I'm, I'm tired of it. You know, I'm tired of getting, getting bashed and, and getting disrespected because it ain't fair to me. It's not. Because it's I put in the time. They don't put in the time. I do. But, Jerry, and we appreciate you putting in the time, but you got to realize at some point, Jerry, do you know you see it from your end, and I know you're getting messages. You know what my messages look like? I couldn't imagine. 
Well, you know, 100%, these guys are busting my balls. I'm taking it too, which is why I want to be invested as well. Okay. So talk me through this, Jerry. Win us some money. Come on. This is going to win you money, I Talk to me about this horse. Talk to me about it. How was its upbringing? Talk me through this bet. So this this horse was purchased for $350,000 back in 2015. Okay. In Kentucky, now home turf. It has, yep. It ha- it has the best trainer in the world. He happens to go by the name of Bob Baffert. Sounds like it sounds like a horse trainer. Tough to name a yeah. horse trainer. He's horse. he he either wins the Derby, wins the Belmont, wins the Preakness every single year. This trainer. This horse is very calm. He, he, he's not like some, some cocky type of horse. He's very calm, and he's very mature for a three-year-old. <laughs> very mature. I mean, you see him before, before the races, and he's just strolling. He's not looking left. He's not looking right. He's looking straight on. And, and I was doing a little research, and I messaged a few people, and I said, hey, I don't think that Authentic should have blinders on in the Kentucky Derby and, and a couple people responded. They said, Jer, he ain't going to have blinders. Trust me. So I'm happy about that. I know he's not going to have blinders on cause he doesn't need them. Right. That's when they have the, the thing set up. So they just see straight. Yeah. But a lot of horses you'll see before the big races, though, the, 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 the trainers, they want the blinders on. And if a now horse is blind- correct me if I'm wrong, the blinders is what goes over their face now. Yes, and and, okay. and and so they can't see see out the sides too. They, a lot of people do it in big races because they get nervous that their horse, you know, is going to look left or going to look right and get nervous. You know, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I, you know, it's amazing, Terry. I never. So they put it on so that their tunnel vision just goes Correct. straight. Which Correct. we could do that with humans, no? Yes, and I and I've got pretty con- pretty good confirmation off this horse is not going to have blinders on. Okay. Now, what I want to do here is a, is a little different. I'm going to give the brilliantly dumb faithful three chances to win. Okay, I like three this. chances. I like this here. Now there, there's a horse in this race that's pretty much chalk. He goes by the name of Tis the Law. Yes, which I have heard of actually going into the Kentucky. Derby. I mean, he's supposed to just just flat out smoke everybody. Okay. But I don't think that's going to happen here. So what I want to do is to boost up these odds here for me, I want to do a little win place show bet on this horse. Okay, I like where, I like where this is headed. So it can come in first, second, or third. You're still going to win money here. Now, that's all you got to do. That's all we got to do. We got to come out in the green. Correct. Correct. We got to come out in the green, and you will be winning money. Now, you tell me something here. I want to ask you something here, because now now you're getting invested here. Yeah, I'm in it. I got to be. If you look at a horse, right, and you see the horse's first five races in his life, and this horse has won four out of five races, what do you think about this horse? Came in first, four out of five. But you know what, Jerry? In all honesty, I don't know the level of competition at the track that day. 
which is why do you have to qualify for the Kentucky Derby? Is it yes, like you need, yes, you need to qualify. like the Masters in golf where you only have it's, a certain. It's, it's pretty similar to that. Pretty similar. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. And sorry to cut you off here, Jerry. But no, let me ask you this: How many horses that are racing in the horse Kentucky, the Kentucky Derby could you name? I could name pretty much all twenty horses. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tax player, tis the law, authentic. New York traffic. We got Sole Vellante. We got Honor AP here. We we got Max. We got Max Player. Enforceable. King Guillermo. Money moves. We got thousand words. <laughs> Maybe I can't name twenty. <laughs> oh God! I got to. Yeah, I just get such a kick out of horses' names and just the the fact that you could rattle these off, J- Jerry. I'm sorry. Give me back. Go ahead. Give me. What are we doing? Win us some money, Jerry. Go ahead. Let's hear it. What is your pick, Week Three? Talk us through this. Week Three, my pick's gonna be. He's in the 18th spot, so he's the last. He's the last horse, all the way on the end, right? Oh, all the way on the end, and I love the spot because a lot of people know this. The Kentucky Derby is a mile and a quarter. It's the longest race. This horse isn't a pace setter like my girl Sweet Melania. This horse oh. comes from the back, <laughs> and. He's a closer. Oh, I don't know. Do we want to bet a closer? You want to bet a closer in the Derby. You don't want a horse that races wire to wire usually. Okay. They don't have the stamina to keep up. It's too long of a race. They just got to set a nice, easy pace. And that last quarter mile, they got to shoot. And that's what this horse is going to do. And in first place... Second place or third place, my horse, trained by Bob Baffert, authentic, with odds close to 8 to 1, possibly 10 to 1. Okay, now let me ask you something. If we do this bet, win, play, show, if it's Mm -hmm. a 10 to 1 dog, are we risking a lot on the win, play, show, or is our value still good there, Jerry? Okay, your value is still going to be good, but and here, and this this is where it gets tricky. So if you do a ten dollar bet, win play show across the board, that bet is going to cost you thirty dollars. If you do win play show, a hundred dollar bet, that bet is going to cost you three hundred dollars. Jesus, Jerry! So the you're getting a hundred dollars on every spot. If you do a hundred dollar bet, it's three hundred. If you do twenty dollars, it's sixty dollars. So 20, 20, 20, 10, 10, 10, 100, 100, 100. And now what if it hits? What odds do we get? I mean, if, if you're putting if, – if this horse closes at 8 to 1 and, and you bet, let's say, I don't know, let's say $100 across the board, a $300 bet, you're, look, you're, looking, you're looking at, you know, maybe getting yourself a nice brand-new car here. All right, well, Jerry, 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 Jerry. It's a lot of money, Bob. Yeah, Jerry, it is a lot of money, which to figure, be honest. Figure 300 you, times eight, which is, it's usually always going to be more, whatever Jerry, the horse pays. What, what scares me about this, and again, I am in on this one, is you got to realize the, the stakes you're putting. We're with you here, Jerry. We're going to roll with you. But, by the way, 
we're good. We're here for you. We're not going anywhere. We want. Yeah. We want to get this train rolling. I'm. What's the name of this horse? Authentic. Okay. You gotta love the name. I do. I do like the, the name. name. I'm not gonna lie to you, Jerry. I do like the name. And you're confident about this. Yes, I'm very confident. It ran at the Santa Anita Derby two races ago against another horse that's in this race by the names of Honor AP. All right. And uh, it, it lost, but. I'm I'm not I'm not really upset about that or that didn't scare me because I know why it lost and, and and it didn't lose because it didn't have the talent or it didn't have the speed. It lost because of the jockey. And that jockey ain't on him. Well, I gotta be honest with you though, Jerry. I I, I hope Ortiz isn't on this horse either. No, no, no. With the uh, way that went with sweet Melania. Uh, Velasquez is on him. Okay, Jerry, look, we are going to ride the Jersey Jerry train. We're on it. I'm on it. Let's go. Let's get this thing chugging along. Let's get you your segment, and let's go on a little bit of a heater. Where are you going to be for the Kentucky Derby, by the way? Uh, I, was, I was supposed to be in Kentucky, actually. You told me this. Tell the folks at the Berlin Dumb Show, why were you supposed to be in the Kentucky Derby again? So there was a guy who uh, one of my horse videos went viral from a big network, and uh, – He's, he's a big shot at this network. It was in a and, barstool? And, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and, he, and he reached out to me, and, and he said, hey, uh, Jersey Jerry, loving the horse videos. When did you start getting into horses? I, I said, I've been watching ponies since, I don't know, three, four years old. You know what I mean? I love the ponies. And he's like, I love your videos. I love everything about you. About you. You're a cool kid. He said, you know, I want to invite you to the Kentucky Derby this year. Who is it? Who, which guy from Barstool? So, so his name, his name's, his name's J W. He's, he's, an, he's, an, he's, an, he's a, he's a silent investor. Okay. He's a silent investor. And, and uh, so, so pretty much he invited me. I had my tickets ready to go. COVID happened. That banged right. me. So it got better though. He's given me two extra guests. I was supposed to go with me and another person. Now he's given me four people. So three other guests. For next year's Kentucky Derby. For next year's Kentucky Derby, 2021. Derby, Jerry. I'm going. I'm going. 100. Take me to the Kentucky Derby with you. I will ta- take you to the Derby. You take I'll me take to the Derby. Derby. Yeah. Let me you there. You got. I mean, you get the seven for ten. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be happy to take go to the Kentucky Derby with you. I think it would be great. Okay. I never Jerry, been there. We gotta keep the train rolling along. We're ready for you. We're ready for the streak. You heard it. Our horse's name is Authentic, no? Yes, Authentic. He's going to be in post-18. Post-18, Authentic. Win, place, or show. Whatever amount you desire, folks, don't go crazy. Bet responsibly. That is our guy, Jersey Jerry, going to try and heat up. Next week, this is the Burnley Dumb Show. Jerry, we'll see you soon. All right, buddy? Authentic, Authentic, Authentic. Come on, get hot, Fade Jersey. Get hot. Get hot, Jerry. Take care, buddy. Come on. For once, hit one pick. I will. Hold on, folks. Stay right there. Got to interrupt this show just to let you know that the Brilliantly Dumb Show is sponsored by the most premium product around what? product is that that is the raycon earbuds folks whether you're at home doing fitness whatever it may be on a run lock it in with the best product around the raycon earbuds their newest model the everyday e25 earbuds 
are their best ones yet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. Lock it in right, lock it in tight, just like Bob does on his runs. Right now, folks, yeah, that's right now. It's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash dumb. Yes, I said it. That's buyraycon.com com slash dumb for 15% off your Raycon wireless earbuds today. Folks, enjoy. Back to the show we go. Well, folks, as we keep things moving along here on the Brilliantly Dumb Show, I, I, I want to address a topic because it happened again to me, and I had mentioned it before on the Brilliantly Dumb Show that the homeless people in Beverly Hills are a different type of, of homeless people person. You know what I mean? I've seen a lot of homeless people in my day throughout my years, but I've noticed since coming out here and living right next to Beverly Hills that the homeless people, it's like they've been picking up on people day to day. I mean, they sleep on some really nice streets. They walk some by, by some really, you know, you got Rodeo Drive out here, you got Cannon, you got all these really nice places, fine dining places in Beverly Hills. And they kind of just think they have a different mentality than your normal homeless person, which, to be honest, is, is kind of fascinating to, to, to watch. And I had told the story about when I first moved out to L.A. and I was in Beverly Hills, a steakhouse called Mastro Steakhouse. I did a porterhouse for two in Mastro's, and I split it with somebody. And the other person that I split it with really didn't do too good of a job on it. You know, they didn't have much to eat. Usually I would eat the whole damn thing, but we had a lot of sides going on. We were all having a good time. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and take the steak home. And I wanted to take the steak home because a good steak is a good steak, and you're only as good as your last steak. So I said, you know what? I got to take this sucker home. Still a lot of steak left. Big old tomahawk, okay? We had a porterhouse, and then there was a tomahawk. I get, I get, I get stuck with the tomahawk, which is no big deal. But I said, you know what? I see this homeless guy when I walk out of the steakhouse. And as much as I wanted the steak, he said, you know what? I'm going to treat this guy. I bet this guy hasn't had a good tomahawk steak in a long time. This thing had to be about $9,500, $100 minimum. It was a work event, so thankfully I never saw that bill. But this is a, this was an expensive tomahawk steak. You still got the bone sticking out of it. It's like popping, this fighting its way through the styrofoam that they give you to take it home in. It's ridiculous that they give you the tomahawk steak in that styrofoam. It really is. It's like trying to put a horse in a closet. Like you just you just don't do it. It just doesn't fit. A horse needs a barn. It needs space to room around. So does the tomahawk steak. But I give this guy the steak. I say, you know, I'm going to do the nice thing. I give the homeless guy a steak that's in the middle of Beverly Hills. He looks at the steak and he goes, you didn't get any sides? Uh, you know what, sir? I couldn't believe it. I said, yeah, you know what? I did get sides. I ate them if you don't mind. My apologies for not ordering another $18 side of mashed potatoes that you could enjoy with your tomahawk steak. I got pissed. It's like when you're driving on the street and you let somebody go and they don't even wave. You kind of regret letting them go. I regret it. I regret it giving this guy the steak. I said, only in Beverly Hills can you hand a homeless person a steak and they're going to complain because you didn't give them any sides. It's like the guy wanted a thing, a key lime pie to go with it. A good palate cleanser before he has a, uh, you know, an espresso martini to finish off his night. I couldn't believe this shit. 
So I walk into the grocery store the other day outside of Ralph's and a homeless guy standing out there, same guy that's usually standing outside of there. Sometimes I give him cash, sometimes I don't. But you know what? This time I said, I'm going to do one better. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the guy a couple things to eat. Let's see what he wants to eat. Comes up to me, sir, can I have money? I said, sir, I'll actually do you better. Anything you want, you tell me. Anything you want. And I feel like this is just such a, a California, Beverly Hills type thing to say. I really do. I, I, I'm trying to think of even another place where you would hear this. And I just, it's got to be a California thing, got to be a Beverly Hills thing. He asked me for some kale and organic cashews to make a salad. And to be quite frank with you, I thought that was exceptional. This guy could have asked for fried chicken. He could have asked for, you know, one of those stupid little sushi platters that they give. This guy asked that he wanted to make a salad. This guy's going to make a kale salad in the parking lot. He's going to eat it on top of a shopping cart. He's making a good old organic. He wanted organic cashews. I said, sir, with no disrespect, I got to ask, will you know the difference between an organic and non-organic cashew? What upbringing did these cashews have to be organic? I just don't understand that. Because I know myself, I would not know the difference from an organic to a non-organic cashew. I just figure it's a way that you bump up a price $2 more. Maybe with fruits and vegetables, I'll know what's organic and what's not. But not cashews. So what did I do? I walked in. I respected the hell of it. I got him a little avocado dressing. I got him those organic cashews. I got him a kale salad. He's whipping up a kale salad in the parking lot. I thought that was absolutely spectacular. So from one good homeless experience to a bad one as well, the Mastro's one, that guy's still probably working on that tomahawk steak. It's just a Beverly Hills thing. I've never heard something like that in my life. If you would have seen this guy open the kale bag, okay? Kale bag of lettuce. Throw in the organic cashews. Throw in that avocado dressing that I got him. Mix this salad up. It, 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 was, it was fascinating. It really was. I, I, I mean, it's just a different breed out here. You know, everybody thinks of Beverly Hills as this big, spectacular place. I think of it for its incredible homeless people. I think they're spectacular. Sometimes a little high-maintenance. But overall, pretty spectacular. I was blown away by this salad. Good for him. I'll probably buy him the same thing next time. Anywho, we are moving on. Well, folks, we keep this train moving right along here on the Brilliantly Dumb Show, just rocking and rolling here, folks. We know we never close out any episode without everybody's favorite segment. Yes, it is indeed. It is the Ask Bob segment week by week, Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday. I tell you, fine folks, submit your questions to be featured for the Ask Bob segment. Doing so was a young man. There's a reason I took this question. Here he is, Kyle Trebek, Fall River, Massachusetts. Bob, how the hell did you go golfing with Johnny Drama? What is he like on a golf course? Now, I mentioned this earlier in the episode. I'll say it again, and it's an absolute heater of a vlog coming to YouTube. 
I did go golfing with Johnny Drama, and, and I am telling you right now, folks, and I mean this without a doubt. I know it's a bold statement. I totally understand. Kevin Dillon, who played Johnny Drama in Entourage, it was the most electric performance. It was the most electric outing I have ever seen in my life on a golf course. And I mean every word of that. And I don't mean necessarily from a swing standpoint. Johnny Drama's short game was exceptional. Flop shots, little bump and runs. He's got a good flat stick. Gets it out of there, out of the tee box. When I say good performance, I'm talking about pure entertainment, bringing the energy, bringing the laughs, bringing the drinks. The show Johnny Drama put on in that 18 hole that I got to spend with him was absolutely riveting. And I mean that in every sense of the way. He was fucking hilarious. And I'm telling you, it's so much like the character in the show. I've gotten really close with the, uh, these entourage guys. And, and the more I think about it, the reason why I think it just had so much success is they're all, A, they're all just very good friends. They really are. And, and B, they just enjoy busting each other's chops. So a lot of what you see on the show is exactly what you get off. And they happen to be extremely similar to their character. E, Kevin Dillon, who played drama. Jerry Ferrara, Turtle. I, I, I mean, it, it's just, it's pretty fascinating. And there was a couple times I kind of had to catch myself. I'm friends with the guy. He, he's incredible. But I had to think to myself, we're playing with Joey Coldcuts and one of the pros over there. And it, it just was a spectacular time. He was absolutely hilarious. I don't think I've laughed that hard on 18 holes in my life. It was absolutely phenomenal. And so that vlog will be coming to you guys shortly. Excited to get that out to you. Excited for what's to come on the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Jersey Jerry putting his pick in again. Kentucky Derby coming to you hot. Folks, for those of you betting on Jersey Jerry, I am officially with you this week. I want to be invested to this. And you bet your ass if he comes on next week and he gives us another loser, I will not be a happy camper either. Let's get Jersey Jerry back on track. We will see you next week, folks. Take care now. Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Just love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy. Gordy. Can I bother you for a second?